Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Jeff Johnson, VP of Innovation and Digital Business at Banner Health. In part one, Johnson talks about the tailwind that has helped push digital strategies forward, how Banner was able to leverage its partnership with Luma and an existing platform to streamline the vaccination process and improve patient satisfaction, and the challenges of executing a singular strategy across a large organization. We'll get to our interview in a moment, but first, a brief word from our sponsor. At CrowdStrike, we stop breaches, and since threat actors often show up with legitimate credentials, stopping them can be tough, especially if your Active Directory hygiene has been less than perfect. But you can't secure Active Directory now and clean up later. Find out more about identity protection and AD hardening at CrowdStrike.com healthcare. I know that all of our uh, listeners, readers, everyone's familiar with Banner, but just on a really high level, very large nonprofit health system, um, about 30 hospitals. Does that sound about right? That's about right. Yeah, about 30 hospitals, several hundred ambulatory sites, and uh, about 55,000 employees. Okay. So in your role as VP of Innovation and Digital Business, I can imagine that really a lot has changed even in that four, four and a half year span. So I really wanted to, to talk about that, the digital consumer strategy and how it has changed. Yeah, I think at Banner several years ago, actually just before I started, we changed our mission statement. And that mission statement and the values that go along with it really focused us on the customer and really being a customer-focused, customer-obsessed company. And so our mission is to make healthcare easier so life can be better. So that yeah. gives us a really big tailwind in terms of pushing forward a digital strategy because you know the real power of digital is to make it easier for the consumer to engage with our service. So I think we've seen just a continued amount of support from the organization to recognize what we need to do to digitally connect with our customer. And then uh, obviously we've seen that continued expectation from our customer that we are much easier to access as an industry through digital solutions. Right. Well, obviously we have to talk about how everything has changed you know, in the past few years. And really one of the uh, most interesting components, I think, to come out of COVID has been digital engagement and how it has really evolved. But I wanted to talk about what your experience was like as far as how things uh, changed? Yeah, I think that we were already on a track towards really creating easy digital experiences and digital access for our customers even prior to COVID. With COVID, that just sort of got accelerated but not changed too much. The one area that I think maybe really did change uh, in terms of what our digital strategy was with our consumers was around safety. So safety almost became a new value of our customers. And by that, I mean, they became very aware of infectious diseases, naturally in COVID. And yeah. so things like being in a waiting room suddenly became not just an inconvenience, but it became a safety concern. Or mm -hmm. touching a clipboard and a pen in a, a clinic became not just a hassle because why am I not doing that on my phone? but I'm touching a shared device or even a kiosk type of 
service in a hospital emergency room area or something like that, those all became really suspect in terms of our digital strategies. How do we, how do we not just make it more convenient, but how do we move to a touchless experience and, you know, respond to this customer's need that they want a really, really safe environment in healthcare? Yeah, that's a really interesting point and one that certainly does make sense. I mean, people are just a lot more conscious of that now than they were before. So can you talk about kind of how you, how the team moved forward to, uh, you know, to be able to provide a better level of safety? Yeah. So we had some really good research from our marketing team that customers were reluctant in some cases to come back and see their doctor during COVID because of those safety issues. And so we put together a touchless check-in process um, during COVID where we would have customers fill out the forms um, prior to their visit. And then rather than come into that clinic and sitting in a waiting room, we would have them stay in their car if they were comfortable being in their car. And they would uh, text us when they arrived and let us know that they were there. And then when we were ready to bring them in, we would text them back and say, okay, come on in. And then rather than them sitting in a waiting room, we would just greet them at the door and take them right back to the exam room. So we bypassed all of that waiting room and all of those clipboards and pens. I'm sure that's something that was um, really a high satisfier, probably pretty much right away. Yeah, it was. It was was great because we were able to bring back patients in who might otherwise been avoiding necessary care. And then yeah. as we monitored it, um, just on the satisfaction of the experience, it rated in the, the 90 percentile in terms of the satisfaction with that. So you're right, it was an in- instant satisfier, but we hope more importantly, we were getting people in for care that may have otherwise been reluctant to come back uh, so soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really important. You had said before that that Banner really was already on a certain path when it comes to digital engagement, but as far as when COVID did hit and, and when some of these initiatives were kicked off, was there a lot that needed to be done just as far as, you know, having the right pieces in place to enable this? We were, I would say we had done some things and we had some things in place already. And we were very much on the beginning of a much bigger investment in these things, but we hadn't really pushed out a lot of it. So we were right at the cusp of a large major digital initiative around the consumer experience when COVID hit. So some pieces were in place. And then what we found is that we had to shift a lot of that focus to respond specifically to COVID. So for example, we found ourselves suddenly in, in the world of administering COVID vaccinations on a large scale, like at, at state fairgrounds and at hospital parking lots. And administering the vaccine to tens of thousands of our customers. And that was something that we immediately had to shift gears on and figure out how to do that digitally. So that's a case where we worked with Luma, who we were already had a partnership with. And we said, okay, we need to shift gears a little bit here and focus not just on the traditional visit, but now how are we going to manage these vaccination centers? And so we were able to really quickly, actually, with Luma, use that existing platform and bring not only the forms into um, sort of, you know, the documentation you have to do before you can get a vaccine and the CDC acknowledgements and the financial information, as well as the clinical history, and turn that into a pre-visit experience that they could either fill out while they were in that parking lot or even before they got there 
And then when they arrived, they just had to roll down their window and we could scan a QR code. And that QR code linked right down into their record in the EMR. And we could move them through the vaccination process really quickly. We were cutting down like a five minute registration process to like 15 seconds at some of our facilities. And so the hope there is that we didn't just waste that innovation on hopefully a one-time pandemic, but we can take all those learnings and all that development and just accelerate the rate at which we push that into our mainstream digital operations. Yeah, I'm glad you touched on that. Such a good point and something that's so important because as we've heard so much, there was this rapid rise in telehealth and other areas. And it's there's a real conscious effort to make sure that some of these initiatives continue or just that the groundwork that's been laid is channeled the right way. And so that's something that I'm sure has been a focus for you guys. Yeah, telehealth is a good example. And we made a conscious decision not to just outsource teleservices to a third-party telephysician network, but to enable every one of our physicians that are employed by Banner to be able to do that. Because that's the longer-term strategy, is that's just a, a core competency and service of our providers is to provide that teleconsult as well as an in-person consult. So that's one of those examples where that's, you know, we took that longer view of a sustainable model rather than reacted quickly to maybe just outsource it to somebody. Right, right. And with with the work that you've done with Luma, as far as things like patient intake, you know, consents, things like that, I would think that's certainly something that is going to be carried forward just as such a time saver and really something that can help workflow as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that work we did with them around COVID vaccinations accelerated some of the work that we had planned to do with them. And so we've now moved into bringing a lot of the Luma platform technology as a starting point into our imaging service line. So we have, you know, 25 plus standalone imaging centers and they were pretty much paper-based, phone-based systems until until we um, brought them onto the Luma platform. And so now we're able to engage with those patients digitally before they come in, mainly through text messages, but we're prepping them for their visits. They're getting not only reminders, but very targeted patient education around the visit they're going to have and how to best prepare for it. They're getting the opportunity to be on a wait list if they're eager to find a more an earlier or more convenient appointment. They can reschedule through the Luma platform. And not only has that been a big satisfier, but that's taken a lot of pressure off of our phone calls, which is a hard function to staff in today's labor market. But we've also oh, yeah. seen that our no-show rate has uh, been reduced by over 20%. So those are the wins we're after where we, we increase the customer experience and also have these tremendous operational benefits as well. So that's the kind of thing we're targeting uh, with Luma on their, on their platform. Yeah. So it really does impact the provider side as well, as far as efficiency. And that, that I would think is a tremendous win. Yeah. I, I can tell you that when we launched the Luma solution at one of our big vaccination pods, we had done a little pilot and, and the clinicians there were just really excited about it because it was just making it go so much faster and you're not passing you know, a tablet around and all these things. When we announced that we were going to go from pilot to full-scale adoption of the platform, the Luma platform at the vaccination center, 
they literally stood up and cheered in, in the little like command oh, wow. center. I've been doing digital stuff for a while. Like if you can get your operators and your clinicians to stand up and cheer when you announce something, that's that's a rare thing, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. And you mentioned towards the beginning a little bit, having support from executives and being part of a large organization. Is that something that can be a challenge just as far as getting support and wanting to go forward with an initiative? Because the perception is always that large organizations, things are going to be, you know, there's going to be more um, holdups. Yeah, at Banner, we're, we're really fortunate to have a very visionary senior leadership team, as well as a very supportive and visionary board. And uh, collectively, they really recognize that in order to fulfill our mission, we needed to make this kind of investment wholesale across the enterprise. And so it's been, it's been great to be at Banner um, in that regard, in terms of the support that's available for really pushing us forward and, and you know, being, being um, somewhat of a risk taker in a lot of cases, but really pushing innovation as part of one of our, our core values. So that's been, that's been really remarkable at Banner. Where I think it gets challenging in a large organization is when you get into the execution mode and you're trying to get all your, all, all your different service lines and all your different hospitals and your different medical groups and your different ancillary services to all come together and say, how do we execute singularly around the customer so that we're not having a different digital experience if you're going into urgent care as opposed to if you're going into cancer care? or a different right. one if you're going into a clinic as opposed to a hospital. So that's where you know we focus a lot of our time is bringing all the stakeholders together to make sure that we're fully committed to a banner experience rather than a um, either a service line experience or a, um, an operational function experience like billing or scheduling or patient education. It really just needs to all come together into a banner experience. So a lot of communication, or at least a very you know effective communication strategy, has it is a must for that. Yeah, and we also are fortunate to have a really excellent change management team and function at Banner, and so they're a key partner in trying to do this at scale across the enterprise. Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.